Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host. I'm here today with Avery. I don't know how to say your last name. How do you say it? Artalia. Artalia. Nice. That's a cool one. Um, but he's from Marietta, Georgia. He's got a mission call. He leaves in the beginning of November, so like a week after Halloween. Yeah. Um, he's going to be serving in Utah, Ogden. And uh, yeah, he's, I was just talking with him. He's pumped, stoked to go. But Avery, welcome to the show. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time. But so yeah, just to start off, what, um, you know, out of all the things you could be doing, I like to ask this question, out of all the things you could be doing, if you decide to serve a mission, why? Um, it's, it's always been kind of ingrained to me that, uh, whenever I hear like the, the, you know, general authorities talk about it, that they always say all able and worthy young men should prepare to serve missions. And so that's always kind of been the idea behind it, that, you know, this is something that I've been asked to do and, you know, it's going to be hard and everything, but, you know, I know that if somebody's asking me to do it and the Lord's asking me to do it, that I know I'm going to be blessed for it. So that's kind of like the driving factor behind it. Um, why I decided to serve a mission. That's cool. That's really powerful. Really powerful. And, and yeah, I, 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 you know, speaking as a return missionary, I, I loved my mission. It was definitely super hard at times, but that's the thing. If you, you think about life, like, you know, if you don't do hard things, you're not going to become any, any yeah. or anything, yeah. you know, yeah. like you're it's, if you don't pay the price or, you know, to do certain things, you don't have the experience, you don't have the wisdom, you don't have the knowledge, you're just not able to help as many people. And, and not that it's all terrible and going to be, you know, the whole time, but there's definitely good times. And the good for me definitely outweighs the bad or outweighed the bad. Yeah. I know whenever I hear my dad talk about his mission, he always says, you know, I don't know if I did any good during those two years, but he knows it did good for him. He knows it helped a lot. So, yeah. No, that's cool. That's really cool. And I just, yeah, I just, I'm reminded of this, um, this reel I came across on Instagram. It was, I think it's by Alex Hormozy, I think is his last name, but he talks about, you know, Hey, if you wanted to create a a person that was, you know, really, really powerful, really smart, really wise, really experienced all this stuff, you wouldn't give them easy stuff to deal with. You know, if you yeah. want to create a strong person, you give them hard challenges that they can overcome that they'll, yes, they'll struggle through, but they'll become so much better for it. And that's in a way, you know, what God does, you know, when he sends us yeah. to earth, you know, we, we, and we agreed to this, right. You know, we yeah. agreed to come here and to, to essentially struggle so yeah. that we could, we could become, become more and eventually, you know, become like him, become more like him now, yeah. completely like him and perfect later so but anyways that's that's awesome i think uh yeah i think it's uh very admirable to serve a mission but but today we wanted to kind of focus on the topic of friends and i was chatting with avery just before this and he was mentioning um, a good friend of his but but avery i wanted to get your thoughts on this what makes a good friend i'd say definitely what makes a good friend is like people that might not have the same beliefs as you, but they recognize yours and then like also encourage you to stay true to those. And to go even further, like 
to like, you know, kind of help you progress, you know, like maybe you did something that you weren't supposed to. And, you know, they might not believe in the same things as you, but, you know, they're like, dude, you know, you probably should have done that. And I think that's what also makes a good friend. Um, I've had several friends that, you know, they maybe do things that are, you know, pretty questionable, but they always are there to like, you know, kind of, I guess, keep me on the straight and narrow a little bit, you know, like, Avery, you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't be here, you probably shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff, so I was like, you know, I'm always super grateful for that, and they're always super respectful of, like, what I believe in, and a lot of them, you know, when I told them, you know, they're asking me, what are you going to do after, after graduation, I'm like, oh, right now I got my mission papers going, I'm getting ready to serve a mission, you know, they're all like, oh, that's, like, super awesome, and a lot of them came to, to my mission call opening, so it was kind of nice to have them all there for it. That is cool, and yeah, you mentioned two things that, uh, that I want to kind of focus on here, is just, the first one is that they support you, right? They, they yeah. support your decisions. Like you said, your friends, like they showed up to your mission call opening. And, uh, in my experience with that, you know, I, I, th- I think obviously there's, there's the friends that, you know, we, when they know, oh yeah, they don't, they don't cuss, they don't use profanity. They'll, they'll do it more around you. And those are probably friends you don't want to be with, but there's others that will try to not do it around you or they'll, you yeah, know, they'll try to help, help support you and lift you up in that regard. Um, and so that was the first thing that I, I really wanted to hit on briefly. There was just, you mentioned, you know, a good friend supports you. And so for those listening, if you want to be a good friend, then support people in their goals. And, yeah. You know, just be there for them. But then the other part that you mentioned, and that's that they, they push you to be better. They help you progress. Yeah. And, and I think that's really important too, because if you just have people that support you, then you've basically you're kind of stuck because they're not going to yeah. help you improve or be better yeah. in any way, but they're just going to say, Hey, you're awesome as you are stay the same. And that's obviously you know, not what God wants, yeah. but, but you also mentioned they, they push you to be better. And I think, I think that's also what makes a really good friend is, especially when you pair those two up together. Yeah. Say, hey, they support me and they're pushing me to be better. Like there's there, they'll call you out, you know, when they, when they know you can be so much better. Yeah. I think some of the best friends that I've had are ones that'll call me out on my garbage whenever I'm yeah. <laughs> you know trying to back out of something or do something I probably shouldn't. They'll they'll call me out and then they'll say, Hey, like, you know, I I, I still support you. I love you, but that's why I'm telling you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I really like that you mentioned that. And and those that you know, for those listening, if you know, wanting to be a good friend is is very admirable. And I think everyone needs really good friends. And I don't know, for me personally, it's, you know, there's the quote from, I think it's from George Washington that he says, you know, it's better to be alone than to be in bad company. And that's a hard decision to make, honestly, is, you know, deciding, okay, when do I look for new or different friend friends or a different friend group? Yeah. And how do I do it in a way that's still Christ-like, still loving and helping them not feel like I can like just hate them entirely. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Have you ever had to do that where you've had to decide, okay, like they're, they're probably not the best person to hang around with, you know, have you had to do that before? And if so, yeah, definitely. So like the friend group that I have now, there was this one guy that he just like, I'm not gonna lie, he was kind of dealt like a bad hand in life, you know, his kind of his home life was a little bit, you know, messed up. And we always tried to like, kind of like support him a little bit, but he just kind of started going down this path that 
it was just kind of like we look at him like man like what are you doing and he we all just kind of not like I don't think anybody ever straight up told him like hey like we're not going to be friends with you but it's kind of one of those things that like we all just started distancing ourselves we didn't like talk to him as much or anything and you know I think it was kind of hard on him but it it kind of helped us like grow closer a little bit that we all kind of like you know realized what he was doing and we didn't want that for ourselves so we all just kind of you know, it, it sucks. Like I had been friends with him for a long time and it sucks seeing him go down this, this path that, you know, was, you know, it's going to lead him to a life of like, you know, hardship, but it was kind of like for the better a little bit, but it is, it's hard to see your friends do that, do that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, like, you know, as much as you hang around a person and you can influence them, like you can definitely have an influence, but yeah. it's, at the end of the day, it's their decision. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that that's not to say, oh, I, I can hang around with whoever I want to hang around with. And if, as long as I'm deciding to keep the commandments, I'm good. Like that's, that's not exactly how it works, but you know, if, if a person doesn't want to change, they're not going to. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter, you know, how much they're hanging around with. And I, and I would imagine the time he was hanging around with, with you and your friends was probably not the majority of the day. Yeah. You know, a portion of it. Yeah, probably could be, but, but the thing is, the question is, what are you, what are you doing with your time aside from that? You know, what are you marinating in aside from your friend group? Because, you know, the music you listen to, the things you watch, all this, you know, the, the family life, you can definitely help people but sometimes it's, it's difficult. And sometimes I think there comes a point when, when it just, it enters the toxic phase and you've got to just decide, you know, Hey, what kind of person do I want to be? How can I still be Christ-like? How can I love this person as Christ would, but not get dragged down? Yeah. And that, then that's, that's just a hard, it's a hard line. And it's, I don't think it's, there's any cut and dry solution for everyone i think it depends on the situation it depends on the person it depends on a lot of things but but yeah friends are friends are so important for for both good and and bad and and i think with that you know your friends can also be you know say say for example there there you haven't found any any anyone in your area that shares the same values as you and that's possible in some cases well where can you go where can you turn to i mean obviously still reach out still reach out to people but but the scriptures you know you can go to books there's there's people that you can get to know you know we're told to get to know christ okay well we don't physically talk to him at least most of us you know maybe occasionally yeah. you'll get that random person that that's, that has that that opportunity but for the most part, how do we get to know Christ? Well, we study him, you know, we study what he did. And, and that's the thing. Some like you can make these, the prophets and the scriptures, your best friends. Yeah. Avery, have there been any particular scripture stories or um, scripture verses that have impacted you throughout your, your life? I'd say definitely a story of Abinadi, mm. and, you know, how it's kind of like he's telling you know telling uh with Kinoa all these you know these things that you know you got to change you got to do all this stuff and he knows that after he's done um saying these things that he'll be 
you know, killed. And it's, it's, you know, not to say that I'm going to go out there and like, you know, I'm going to be Get burned to the stake. Yeah. Once I'm, once I'm <laughs> but you know, it's like, you'll, I'm for sure. I'll probably run to the occasional person that, you know, will try and bring me down and try and, you know, just yell at me and everything. But, um, you know, he did it because he knew it was the right thing to do. And he knows that's what the Lord wanted him to do. So I always just kind of think about that sometimes that, you know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, be doing what the Lord needs me to do. And like, no matter what, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to be blessed for it. So. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But I was a beast that like, I don't, I don't, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to be real here. I don't know if I was put in that situation, that would be so hard. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> You'd have to really decide beforehand that that you would be strong no matter what happens. Yeah. And yeah, that just something to, to strive for. I think, you know, that's goals, you know, that's, that's something we can yeah. <laughs> shoot for there, but yeah, that, that's really cool. And I like that you mentioned that because, because yeah, I mean, you're going to, you're going to face persecution on the mission. That's just, you know, that that's what it is. I mean, I think it was, I'm re- I'm listening to the new Testament, you know, kind of trying to follow along with come follow me. And I think it was Peter and John, either Peter and John, or it was Paul and they were either stoned or beaten or something. And then they rejoiced because they were able to suffer and, you know, suffer persecution for Christ's yeah. sake, you know, for Christ. And I, I thought that was awesome. And that's honestly, as a missionary, you get that opportunity in most cases to at least yeah. in one degree or another, like you mentioned, you know, to have people try to bring you down. But, mm-hmm. but if, you know, if we're built on Christ, built on the rock, then we're not going to, not going to falter. Yeah, definitely. So but that's really cool. Um, Avery, what advice do you have for those that might be a couple years younger than you might be still on the fence of serving? What advice do you have or what advice have you received that might benefit them? Um, I'd say like, it's, it's something that you'll always be blessed for that, you know, no matter how, how hard, you know, it'll be that you'll always be blessed for it. And, you know, to think of, you know, one of the most important things is like, you know, bringing people into Christ. So, you know, like you have this kind of, I'd say once in a lifetime opportunity a little bit, sure. You can, you know, go out and like serve as a senior couple, but, you know, doing this, this mission while you're, while you're young to help kind of shape your future a little bit um, that I would just, as long as, you know, you've, remain worthy and you're, you know, preparing and you're able to, that, you know, take this opportunity to go and go and serve a mission that, you know, there's not going to be many other opportunities like it. And like, you know, in your everyday life, sure, you'll have you know, some chances to share the gospel with somebody, but it's never going to be, you know, having, you know, waking up at six in the morning, having that hour of personal study, that hour of comp study, and then going out and just talking with people about, about the gospel that, you know, I'd say, you know, seize your, seize your moment, seize your opportunity to go and do that. That's powerful. Yeah. Seize the moment, seize the opportunity. Love it. Avery, thank you so much for taking the time, being willing to jump jump on the podcast, share your thoughts, share your advice. Really appreciate it. Give them heaven out there. Thank you. Yeah. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the called to serve mission journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit, 
you will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.